everybody. <laughs> Hi, guys. Well, from beautiful Salt Lake City, Utah, it's Thank God I'm Atheist, the podcast. I'm Frank Feldman. And I'm Dan Beecher. And coming up today. Woo. Sounds oh exciting. My goodness. We are going to be talking about um, feelings. <laughs> we're going to Here's what we're going to be talking about. Being an atheist uh, the right way. Do it our way or it's the wrong way. That's right. That's right. right. No, in fact, the exact opposite, the opposite of, that. of that. We're going we're um, gonna to talk about, uh, you know, you actually referenced uh, some uh, some feelings that had been bubbling inside uh, of you yeah, recently, yeah. last week on our show. Yeah. And I, uh, that was a real moment of weakness on my part. <laughs> yes. You should never, ever <laughs> let our listeners know how you truly feel about anything. <laughs> uh, however, we're going to do just that. Oh, boy. Later on in the show. It's really exciting. Very exciting. All right. Yeah. Well, cool, Dan. What do you got? Uh, are you doing anything for Lent this year? For Lent? Uh, I'm, well, I'm doing this right now. I mean, considering we're in the period of Lent. I think, Dan, you should give up your beard for Lent. <laughs> my beard is not my own. No. I have no right to give up my... I signed At away this moment, my, you do not own your beard? Because I, they... I'm going to be in a show, and they're going to tell me if they want it longer or if they want it shorter, yeah. but I want to give them as much to work with as they can. What about your cheeks? Are you cleaning up your cheeks these Oh, right the now? cheeks are mine, and the, the, the neck is mine. So I, those you'll be using your Harry's? Yeah, those I'll be using my Harry's for. Okay. Uh, and, then, uh, and, and then maybe they'll have me shave the whole thing off, at which point right. I will be all Harry's all the time. Right. And ironic, actually, Harry's, <laughs> that, that that's the name of the thing. But yes, uh, ladies and gentlemen... If you uh if you are a man who likes to shave, yeah, then uh harrys.com is the place for you. And yeah, you can you and right now they have this whole thing where you sign up, yeah. right? And they send you a free sample. Well, a sample kit, a starter it, kit. It's a right? whole kit. It's yeah. not like it's not like one thing. It's like you get you get the in, the trial offer includes uh a weighted ergonomic handle. Yeah, the cartridge that's that nice. goes on it, the uh-huh. five blade cartridge. Right, uh, you get the which shave. is honestly, no kidding, so super comfortable of a shave. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, uh, you don't even feel it gliding uh, all along. I mean, your you're skin. aware that it's there, right? And you know where it is. Like you're yeah. in control yeah. of what's going on, right? But it's just so smooth and yeah, it, yes, and gentle. Indeed. Uh, so you get that. You get you get the shave gel, which, which we both are on record of really uh, loving. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and and I'm gonna say I'm a little picky about my shave gel. Oh, I don't. You know, there's a lot that's there's a lot that's on the market that I have not enjoyed. But well, this, you've been known to when you don't have one you like, you just go dry. I in do. the past, right? I have I have gone dry. Yeah, I have gone jealous. And this is a gel that's so good that I'm using it. That you use it. That's actually awesome. using yeah. it. Uh, yeah, a travel blade cover, uh-huh. uh, and that is a thirteen dollar value uh-huh. that they'll just give you. Yeah, because you know us, because we're your hookup, yeah. we're your friends. Yeah, here at the TGIA show, well, uh, all you have to do is go to Harrys.com/slash/TGIA, uh, uh-huh. sign up. Now, mind you, this is a subscription service, which is a good thing. Uh, that means that you sign up. Now, you don't have to continue it. If you, you, know, you use it, you try the, the trial thing for free. If you don't like it, 
just cancel your subscription. You right. never have to deal with it again. Right. Uh, if you do like it, it just comes to you. You don't have to worry that you're going to like run out of blades or whatever. It right. just comes to you in the in, in you know delivered to your door. Yeah, that's that's nice. And uh, yeah, you're going to get that. You're going to get a great shave at a great price. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, so what? Where's the where's the downside? I can't see friends. One. I can't. All it's right, not there. Yeah, great gift. If you want to do it as a gift for somebody, uh, yeah. Easter. Yeah, sure. Easter's coming. Yeah, everybody it's, needs it's, to do it. It's an also Easter the gift. traditional gift of Easter. Yeah, yeah. Laser blades. Yeah, for 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 ladies, I think it's a uh, I think it's a bonnet, <laughs> and for men, it's it's a razor. Yeah, do it. Yeah, winter winter's going away. You're gonna want yeah. you're gonna want to let your face just shine for the for the summer sun. Yeah, soak up those rays. Are baby. you gonna do it? Are you gonna shave your face? Maybe. Again, my face ain't mine. I know. I'm in shows. I'm an actor. I know. Mine is mine. Yeah, maybe you'll maybe you'll like be clean shaven soon. Maybe you never know. You n- you it, never ever know, Dan. We change it up, baby. We're crazy like that. Well, all right, Dan. Yeah, Lent though. Lent, it's a serious thing. It is for for you, you, uh, for a bunch of silly reasons. Sure. Yeah, and I mean, it really has just turned into uh, oh, I don't want. I'm oh, I'm giving up chocolate. Right. I'm giving up. Yeah. Oh, I'm giving up martinis. I've given up gluten for a lot. <laughs> I don't. I'm not doing gluten for a lot. Uh, well, the Church of England is on record. Uh-huh. Uh, for their the church is going to give something up for Lent this year. <laughs> oh, plastic. Oh, they okay. Yeah, and uh, they're actually uh, issuing it as a Lent challenge. I didn't know that was a thing. Oh, I like it. Hashtag but... Lent challenge. <laughs> uh, but uh, they're they're spearheading this this big uh, movement to uh, give up plastic. I don't know if you heard about this recently. The queen uh, has ordered all of the the royal palaces uh, to be done with uh, disposable plastic items. Huh? Completely done with them. Huh? She uh, she saw she watched some David Attenborough special about about plastic about the w- gyre interfering with fish or you whatever. Know? Yeah, mm. and uh, and she was just like she was like no way <laughs> we're getting rid of it. So I don't know. I wonder if she called up some of her friends over at the Church of England. She's the head of the church. <laughs> She really is. I know she is. I was, Which is ridiculous, but yeah. there it is. And uh, so they are, the church, I guess, has a wider environmental program that they call um, Shrinking the Footprint. Mm. Nice, nice name. Sure. Uh, but yeah, it's it, it's kind of an interesting thing. And it's also, what what is interesting, and uh, you know, I was kind of led in with this whole, like, you know, secularization of Lent. Right. Lent. Um, with these kind of, um, more of the kind of wellness concepts, right? Than, you know, rather than, you know, I'm going to give up some vice, an actual vice right. for Lent or I'm giving up donuts, <laughs> not sweets in general. I love sweets, but I'm giving up donuts, which I like a lot. You do. <laughs> I'm always surprised by the number of times that I've seen donuts around your house and exactly. the, or that you have offered me donuts it's not that often no <laughs> it's clear that it's a special treat but it's something where every now and then i'll be shopping in the in the 
at the Smiths and I'll just yeah. be like, oh, yeah, we'll just do that today. They're on sale. <laughs> Whatever. See, that never would even occur to me. Well. But then you probably don't have, uh, you know, tins and tins and tins stacked up of the Dansk uh, Danish butter cookies. <laughs> no, I do not. Because when they went on sale for a dollar a tin at Smith's. Like, Give me a case. I looked at, I looked, I actually counted the number that was in the, like, in cap. I was like, can I afford all of them? <laughs> okay. <laughs> These are right. a dollar a case. Like, Jesus Christ, I could walk out with 50 of those. Sure. And, those, and feel pretty good about that, too. And what, they'll, they'll keep for 10 years? I can't imagine they go bad. <laughs> And if they and if you think they might, you just you know you you put out a booth, uh-huh. a little, a little uh, like lemonade a little Girl stand. Scout booth. Yeah, you sell them right out, out in front of your your condo or whatever. Well, let me tell you, come July, when everybody's kind of jonesing for some Danish butter cookies, mm-hmm. I'm gonna have them. I think you've got it. <laughs> I think this, this is a can't fail situation. Just don't put them in plastic or the queen's coming for you. <laughs> See how I tried to tie yeah, it yeah, back yeah, to yeah. the story? I was gonna, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> now I was going to make a reference to how that's one thing I'll never give up for Lent. Right. Yeah. My Danish butter cookies. That's interesting. You know what's shocking about this story to me? What? I didn't know that the Church of England did Lent. Well, yeah. Why wouldn't they? I don't know, dude. I don't think do, do Protestants do Lent. Oh, yeah. I thought that was a Catholic thing. Sort of your main line do. All right, you know that that kind of uh, the the ones with the ones with the collars. <laughs> they do. And if, if if the person at the front of the congregation <laughs> dresses funny, uh-huh. then they do. Yeah. If they just if it's just a suit and tie up there, forget it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Because, you know, Mormons, we didn't grow up with Lent. No. That's not a Mormon-y thing at all. Correct. I think it's actually broadly Protestant. I think even, like, your non... Uh, I think even, like, your evangelicals and your... They do a Lent? I think they know... Don't they? I don't know. I think everybody... Someone's going to write to us now. Please do. Please yeah. write into us and let us know them, who does Lent. Them I don't doesn't. know. Uh, to be honest, them I don't know. Right. But I know that, like, you're, you're sort of uh, pompy, circumstancy. Uh, churches they all do sure. If if you could go to church and get ash on your forehead, oh yeah, you uh, you're Can probably. I, is there a way to put it? Oh, I I need to get like on on Ash Wednesday. I need to do it like a pentagram, like an inverted <laughs> pentagram in ash on my forehead. I really just uh, walk around with that. <laughs> give a little a little Ooh. knowing nod to anybody who has the the cross. Like hey. We're the same same thing, <laughs> different teams, but same thing. Well, you could just do like a like a very obvious upside down cross. Yeah, but right? I, I've seen how these priests do it. I'm sure half of them are actually upside down oh, crosses because they're just true. they're just going fast. Just smudge with their thumb real quick. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty. All true. right, I'm going to move on to Florida, where I don't know if you know this. It may it, it didn't really make the news, but there was a uh, there was a shooting a couple weeks ago. Oh, uh, damn, I don't even like that associated with this story. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Any kind of jokey with it. I'm just, I am so pissed, Dan. I know. I am outraged. I know. 
I, I've been yelling at anybody who will listen, the, which is probably not a good thing. Right, yeah. I'm sure, you've, screaming. I'm sure you've changed hearts and minds across the land. Uh, well, I, I, I hope people are, know that I'm serious when I say fuck the Second Amendment. Yeah, that, yeah. Fuck it. Yeah. Fuck that thing. I'm done with it. Yeah, it doesn't. I don't care. It doesn't protect care. us at all. It does nothing for it's us. It's a poorly written amendment. It's addressing an issue that doesn't exist anymore. Right. And it's been interpreted to mean something that's not. Fuck it. Yep. Fuck the Second Amendment. Yep. I'm with you on that. And, and so I've come up with my slogan. Right. What? No more second chances. Isn't that good? <laughs> God. I'm going to do the story. Okay. <laughs> I'm so mad I came up with a slogan, Dan. You are that mad. That's how, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Frank's on fire. Hashtag. No, no more second chances. Right. It's not with an too emphasis on the second a, thing. You got to yeah. put like a, you put some quote. Maybe can this, you have quotes? No, in you'll have to like do a, an intercap thing where where second is all in caps <gasps> and everything else is in lowercase or something. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it's rough. Anyway, uh, in Florida, there have been many calls for the uh, Florida State Legislature, the Florida State governing bodies, to do something. Uh huh. Um, and what usually is meant by that is like something to do with guns, right? Help us out here. Do something about these guns. Uh, but not all of the lawmakers thought with guns was the answer. So, uh, Florida's house bill 839, uh, was introduced. A lot of people heard about this to require every public school in Florida to display in a conspicuous place. The state and national motto of In God We Trust. Yeah. We, didn't we talk about this? Well, this is new. There's new, there's new fire in this, uh, oh. in this thing. They, the Senate introduced a bill to do this uh, a few weeks back. Right. Now they've got the, the real momentum uh, because they're really trying to avoid doing anything substantive. They're working so hard to avoid anybody, like to distract everybody from the fact that they're doing nothing. So they're doing a very specific nothing to I make sure. I don't think people are going to be so easily distracted this go around. No. This no. feels very, very different. And as a matter of fact, uh, one of the sponsors of the bill uh, had this to say. This is uh, the bill's sponsor, House Rep. Kimberly Daniels, uh, a Democrat from Jacksonville who also runs a ministry. Oh, oh yeah. I don't like Kimberly Daniels. Mm-mm. Uh, she said, uh, she said, she said, basically, it's not a secret that we have some gun issues that need to be addressed, but the real thing that needs to be addressed are issues of the heart. Oh, dear God. Issues of the heart, Frank. No, no, that's not what it is. The problem, uh, with that young man and all of these men who go into these schools and shoot people, it's a heart issue. Okay, so I'm not saying that these people are not broken. Right. right? Something, I'm something's gone is, horribly wrong. Somebody's, something has gone horribly wrong. Sure. Something goes wrong with, horribly wrong with people all over this fucking planet. Yes. Happens in every society. Happens in every country. Yeah. Right? Pete, something fucking goes wrong in somebody's life. Well, why is it that in this country everybody's fucking shooting things up because something goes wrong in their life? It's a heart problem. <laughs> no. It's a gun problem. We need we need cardiologists in this Pure country. and simple, it's a gun problem. Okay. Well, I didn't realize that I was going to trigger you so much uh, for the, with this story. 
Uh, I will say, I'm just going to sort of finish the story, and then you can... You didn't know I was this angry. You, And then you can go on your 20-minute rant. <laughs> uh, Let's see. Is one of these about guns? That one is about guns. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Daniels also said uh, that God, in reference to God, Daniels said, he's not a Republican, and he's not a Democrat. He's not black, and he's not white. He is the light. And our schools need light in them like never before. So she's no, not. So, they need to not have guns. <laughs> I mean, like never before. No. I mean, our president has been very clear. They need to have all of the guns. I know. It's ridiculous. Because as we've learned from that shooting, only thing that can stop a bad guy with a gun is a good guy with a gun unless he happens to not go into the school. Unless the good guy with a gun accidentally shoots the the toilet when they're in the bathroom and the toilet explodes and shards of porcelain go into the good guy's leg. This I'm, happened. I know. That Teacher ha- with a gun. That happened here in Utah, but yeah. I'm talking about like the trained police people with guns in oh. Florida who didn't actually enter the building. No, I know. I know. I think we can safely dismiss the good guy with a gun myth at yeah. this point. Well, and they want to give the good guys AR-15 so that they have equal <laughs> there you go. firepower. Excellent. It's just Isn't that what just we a need. great idea. Yeah, it's, you know, it's all it's all fucking ludicrous. You get five or six guys spraying bullets left and right in a room full of children. Only good things can happen. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Moving on to the same issue. Um, so I not have moving a st- on at all. <laughs> I have a story about. Uh, uh, okay, Wayne Lapierre. Head of the National Rifle Association. Yes. Uh, an all-around good guy. Oh. Just. And a like, handsome devil of a man, like, too. All you have to do is just look at him. Yeah. And know, he, that's a good guy. You 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 look at him and know that that is yeah. a reptilian alien yeah. in a man suit. He, he's a good guy with a whole bunch of guns. Yeah. And a whole bunch of uh, gun-loving uh, people in his organization. And yeah. you know what? Here's the thing. I accept the fact that probably by and large, the vast majority of members of the NRA are good, upstanding citizens. Sure. Right? Sure. They just love guns. Right? Yeah. And that's where, that's where we differ. And they, that's fine. And, and they, I don't mean to disparage them. I do, however, mean to disparage the, the fucking asshole that they have at the head of their organization. Yeah. Yeah. Who? He's, he's, he's a disingenuous uh, Says prick. things such as, oh, I think he's perfectly genuine, Dan. Okay. <laughs> There's nothing disingenuous. Anyway. Uh, uh, yeah, blah, blah, blah. Um, so he says this. Okay. He says this at uh, CPAC. Oh. Uh, right. Thank you. The Conservative Political Action Conference. Yeah. Uh, as usual, he says, the opportunists wasted not one second to exploit tragedy for political gain. Right. Mm. The elites do not care one whit. About America's school system and school children. He said, speaking to a room full of elites. <laughs> in, a they, gun, in a gun-free zone, no less. Right. If they truly cared, what they would do is they would protect them. Mm-hmm. They would add more guns to the situation. Right. For them, it is not a safety issue. It is a political issue. It, it, this is just it's it's just also infuriating. Um, anyway, he continues on. He says things about uh, the constitutional right to bear arms is not bestowed by man. 
No. But granted by God. Right. The right to bear arms is granted by God to all Americans <laughs> as our American birthright. Hmm. Great. <laughs> yeah, I've heard that before. Why the fuck would God... Yeah, well, that's that's the thing. It's like... what? So they take... You know, there is sort of this sense of where the line that used to be drawn was that you, we, each human being has a right to protect themselves from attack from others. Sure. Uh, and then that was each human being has a right to protect themselves by uh, means of a weapon. Right. That makes it a little grayer. The area gets a little grayer. And then by means of a firearm, that makes it even grayer. But still, like, sort of within the bounds of a logical... Like, you can make a logical argument that everyone has a, a right to protect their, their... Then it becomes about not just their own body, their own body, but their possessions. Like, you have a right to protect your, your stuff. Right. From... Your property. From the theft Some, or, or... There's a burglar in your house. Right. You have the right to shoot them. Yeah, because of safety and because of your own property and stuff. And because fuck you, burglar. Right. But that's where... Eat lead, burglar. That's where it's... That's where what it's come to is like, I got a right... I like to shoot folk. You know, it's like... It's, it's yeah. gotten to the point where it's like, I have a right to feel manly. Yeah. I got a right to feel like I can... Or like I've got power in my hands. Isn't that... That's sad way to feel like a man yeah yeah it's a uh, yeah it's not it's not manliness in in my book that's no that's just firing a gun no and i've fired guns plenty yeah but it's not but yeah that's not what makes me feel manly yeah anyway no yeah. uh actually um when you tackling attacking the burglar and killing him with your own bare hands. Oh yeah, that's manly. When you when, when you strangle and you start to feel the life just leave that body yeah. with your hands, when you yeah. feel it, that tactile yeah. sensation, that's and the manly. look on their face. <laughs> oh my god, that's being a man. <laughs> just when their eyes go blank, yeah, that's that moment. That's that's, that's a manly moment right yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, that's good stuff, Dan. Oh my god. Um, so the NRA. Uh, I guess nobody should be surprised, uh, especially at this point, that I'm fucking pissed. And, uh... I would just like to remind our listeners... And I, and I, and I, and, I, and you know what? Oh. I've got a microphone in front of me. Yeah. And so I'm a little angry, you're, and I'm gonna spout off. You're using the it. microphone. Yeah. I, I, you know, I, I don't disagree with anything you're saying. And... You, you and I are, are a bit on the extreme side of, of this conversation, in terms of, like, being willing to have a full on let's just let's just ban some guns yeah. and let's actually solve the problem the way other countries have clearly solved the problem right yeah. uh but you know if if this whole thing actually le leads to some what what are called quote common sense gun laws i will I would accept be appreciative of that i will yeah. accept progress yeah uh however uh it that progress will not solve the problem. Nope. It absolutely will not. And <sighs> Dana Loesch, have you heard of Dana Loesch? I've heard That's that. It's a name. name you should know, Dan. Yeah. 
Uh, she's an NRA spokesperson. Yeah. Uh, she's the one. You've heard her quote. Guaranteed you've heard her quote by this point. The the one where she says, many in legacy media love mass shootings uh, because crying white mothers are ratings gold. Wow. She said, she, and she didn't just like kind of sort of say that and somebody heard her. It wasn't a hot mic situation. Right. She says this like to a crowd yeah. of NRA supporters. Yeah, that's her speech. Yeah. Yeah. And then she ended up on the CNN town hall thing where they actually have a panel of students and parents and commu- community members uh-huh. from, from, from the Florida high school. Yeah. Right. Uh, oh, and that was an angry audience. <laughs> yeah. And so she starts talking her stupid, you know, talking out both sides of her mouth thing where, you know, oh no, I want you to be safe in your schools and blah, blah, blah. And the audience is just like, <laughs> and she's like, well, let me talk. Let me talk. Like I'm up here to talk. It's like, no, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. Because no, because we already know what you're going to say. Right. You right. already know that it's, that it's the worst, most evil statement that any human being could ever say, because it's like, you know, kind of sort of like oh no i no i love you guys and i want to help and protect you but no you're representing you know gun manufacturers you're, yeah and that's that's the thing that the, there's a misconception about what the nra is it's not there to represent the rights of owners of guns right they're they're there they exist to sell guns yes they are that's to they they're, they represent an industry yeah they're a lobbying organization yeah yeah okay uh, let, let's move on we've really beat that horse oh and uh, yeah um yeah okay fine <laughs> okay i'm gonna take us to louisiana uh oh, where a private baptist college uh ti- titled uh, it's called louisiana college oh really yeah okay uh and its president rick rick brewer are mm. being sued Mm. Uh, because they were because they have not hired uh, a young man that they said that they would hire. Uh, now here's what's interesting. Uh, he's suing. This is a a, a, a guy named Joshua Bonado- Bonadonna, Bonadonna, uh, who is uh, accusing them of violating his civil rights. Mm. Now, as a private institution, of course, they have the right to sort of make rules about who they can hire or whatever. Right. He is a practicing Christian. Okay. A professing Christian. Uh he wanted to be hired as a uh as a sort of assistant football coach. Okay. Uh he had already worked there as such and then had left that college and gone and gone to another place to get a a master's degree while he was coaching in another place and now he was promised that he could come back. So he quit at the other place. Okay. Uh and wanted to come back. Had an interview with uh, with Mr. Brewer, the president of the college, who uh, who decided not to hire him. Oh no! And when uh, when Mr. Bonadonna uh, r- talked to the head coach uh-huh. and asked why, the head coach said, "Well, you remember how in the interview you he asked about your parents and you told him that." Your dad was Catholic and that your mom was Jewish, but they're not hiring you because of the Jewish blood. 
Your Jewish blood was the quote that came back. No. Yeah. So, um, in spite of all of the use of the, like, the rampant use of the term Judeo-Christian when when these evangelicals and whatever are talking about, uh, you know. And here's somebody who literally is Judeo-Christian. Yeah. He's the embodiment of the thing. <laughs> but that, you know... They don't really like it. The truth is that they they don't like the Jews. They just yeah. they just know that they want they they want Israel for themselves later. So like we're on Jews side cuz Israel cuz the Jews are also anti-Muslim and really who we hate the most is the Muslims and then the Jews and then so we love so we so we'll be on the Jews side of a lot of these questions but no they uh yeah the dude's mom was jewish they won't hire him oh my god how did oh my god yeah that is like it's starting to sink in it's starting to settle like uh, it's horrifying well and it's also like starting to sink in that like this is this is what the trump era hath wrought is like this sense of everybody Oh, good. We get to just say our prejudices out loud again. Yeah, yeah. We're <laughs> so, free. We're free to exercise them as well. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, so, so I don't put know how them this... on display. Uh, Jews need not apply. Yeah. Yeah. It does seem. Like, I mean, I I don't think that the head coach was supposed to say that out loud to this kid. No, clearly not. But he did. But he did. Ooh, that, yeah. co- that head coach is in a lot of trouble. Yeah. He better well, not have any questionable ancestry. I think everybody's in a lot of trouble on that one because uh, you can't do that. I don't know. Maybe they can. I don't know what the, how the rules work for, like, can a Christian school just say, mm, no, you're a little too Jewy, and then you're done? Well, it feels yeah, like they I might mean, be able to. I, they probably, I guess, maybe can. I don't know. It's horrifying. Um, yeah. What they really should do is they should should uh, uh, do one of those genetic, you know, ancestry tests, ancestry things. tests, sure. right? Where you know you, it's just to clear everybody. Sure, I got mine. I'm clear. You you got no Jew? I, I it turned out I don't have even like any with the name Feldman. I know, I know. I thought I thought for sure something was going to pop up. Nothing. Uh, and uh, in addition to that. I let me put it aside from the gay thing. I would have been safe in 1940s Germany. <laughs> well, the gay thing's pretty big. I know it's pretty big. It's yeah. big. Um, <laughs> but you can hide it if yeah. you need to. Yeah, you know. But your papers are clear. My papers are clear, <laughs> just spotless. Let's see. This is why I don't want to do one of those ancestry things or one of these, you know, 23 and Me or whatever, uh-huh. because I'm afraid I'd just get a an envelope back because i i would want there to be fun diversity in my in my heritage no there's not and it would just come back with the word white and that would be all it said essentially like yeah it's like 99 point uh what was it 99.1 or 99.3 percent uh like northeastern or northwest european right yeah which is for Hitler, that was the good stuff. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, you and me were the Aryan Nation poster children. It's just, it's just the worst. Like I, I, I got the <laughs> results, and I was, I was just like, oh, huh. Let's move on. What do yeah. you got? 
Uh, well, I have a story of a couple, a lesbian couple. Here's a story down of a lesbo couple down in Texas. Yeah. Oh, so well. It starts to get good. That's a it starts to get intriguing. Best place to be a uh, lesbian. Who uh, want to foster refugee children. Oh. Okay. Uh, right. A, that's, that's lovely. It's a lovely and thing. And B, I don't think Texas is going to let you do that. Well, Texas or, itself, who knows? Okay. Well, actually, no, we do know. We actually do know what Texas would do on that. Um, but uh, the local organization that they had to go to that was the only organization in their uh-huh. area that uh, handles uh, fostering out unaccompanied children, sure. refugee children, okay. right, uh, is Catholic Charities. Oh, right. They receive huge amounts of federal funding right, in order to mm-hmm. administer these refugee programs. And they were told, this couple was told that uh, foster parents must, quote, mirror the Holy Family. So and they don't. The mother has to be a virgin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can you believe that? Uh, yes, I can so believe a man that. man and a woman, that's all that Catholic Charities is willing to do business with. Right. And No single uh, parents? Uh, single parents, I think, are largely kind of ruled out in general hmm. because single parent is code for gay person. Mm-hmm. Right? That's what Utah did way back in the day. Really? Yeah. In order to make it, in order to exclude any uh, gay person from adopting in hmm. the state of Utah, they made it so that, um, no, wait, wait, how did that work? Oh, they made it so that no unmarried couples. I see. You could be a single person I back in the way that they did it before. But no unmarried couples could adopt. Huh. But um, And but, then that got ruined because they started marrying the gays. I know. So uh, how, do you, how do you exclude them? Well, it's so hard to exclude You only days. use federal and government funding and, uh, for private for, for, and chun- channel it, funnel it through uh, religious organizations that are, will then exempt or exclude rather right. people who they don't like or want having and then you the make kids. sure that there are no regulations that require them to actually act like a decent organization right well texas has uh one of these laws that's supposed to protect uh especially religious organizations religious freedom uh-huh from having it being forced yeah to do to 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 to, to uh deal with the gays right to have to like what? Because let, let what, these ho- poor refugee children have a home. It's the horrors of having to to deal with the gay people. Yeah, you need to protect. Um, but anyway, so this couple, uh, they are suing. It's actually um, so the names of the the, the two women uh, involved: Fatma uh, Maruf. Oh, she who, sounds brown too. Who uh, uh, has uh, grew up Muslim? Oh dear. And Bryn Esplin. I, who he, grew up Mormon. Oh. And they're a couple. And they're both professors at Texas A&M. Elites. And, uh, yeah. I, I mean, I think Texas needs to do everything it can to prevent children from going into that home. That is clearly <laughs> that is clearly a home where a child will be. Yeah. Anyway, they're suing. Yeah. They are suing. They better. And, uh, yeah. So, I think, I, I think it's... I think it's great. 
this is uh, that they're suing uh, because clearly these things need to be challenged at this point because there is still continued backlash. We we won the the war on getting married, and now they want to just make sure that doesn't mean much. Yeah, so. yeah, they'll they'll try and 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 just narrow that box down to as as little as few rights as can possibly be afforded to these people <laughs> uh, because. You having rights, Frank, infringes my right to practice my religion as I want it to, as I want to. Yeah. Yeah. We, Any, yeah. Because I don't want to make you a cake, Frank. <laughs> I don't want to. <laughs> don't adopt it, kid. Um, I'm going to take us to Idaho, where their state legislature's motto should be, fodder for Dan and Frank forever. <laughs> um. Making the Utah legislature look good. Right. Yeah, exactly. uh, 18 whatever. I know. (laughs) The unreasonable Utah. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so they've introduced House Bill 419, uh, which is making its way through the legislature. Um, it's 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 an interesting one. The idea is that it prohibits... Foreign law, judge, state judges are not allowed to judge based on foreign law. Has there been a problem with this? This has never been a problem ever. <laughs> Why uh, are they doing it then? Sharia. Sharia. They're worried about Sharia law. I don't know how they think Sharia law is going to insinuate itself into their court system. Uh, their judges are constrained to obey state and federal laws yeah. to, to enforce state and federal laws. Right. That's their whole job. <laughs> 100% of their job. Uh, but these Idaho lawmakers oh. are so worried about these Muslims coming in and putting that Sharia law in yeah. that they've introduced this thing. It's it's so ridiculous that uh, their former, a former state Supreme Court chief justice, as well as former Idaho attorney general, uh, the the uh, unfortunately named Jim Jones um, <laughs> okay. has written a, an op-ed about it, uh, the, basically saying that it's as ridiculous as we know it to be. Right. Why they can't see it, why these lawmakers can't see how re- how absurd what they're proposing is, I will never understand. But he, he said, quote, Quite frankly, I cannot recall any instance in my 50 years as an Idaho lawyer where there was even a remote possibility that a foreign law threatened the rights of any person in Idaho. Wow. However, I can recall a number of instances where the law where laws enacted by the Idaho legislature threatened to deprive citizens of their <laughs> fundamental rights. <laughs> that I remember. <laughs> He said House Bill 419 serves absolutely no purpose other than to cast a shadow on cer- on a certain religious group. Good for him. Yeah. Good for Jim Jones. I never thought I would say that. Good for Jim Jones. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Huh. It's uh it's amazing to me that uh yeah, he and he's a he's actually offended for the judges. Oh, wow. He says, "He says, quote, <laughs> it implies that Idaho judges are likely to violate their oath of office by applying laws from foreign countries and that they must be restrained from doing so. <sighs> I think there must be, 
I mean, we, you and I, because of the show, listen to various and sundry things from the in, your info wars, your mm. your stuff. But we can't we can't listen to all of it, right? I think they. Must, I think to... I think that's sort of the Breitbart info wars, right? Like far right crazy machine must be pumping out the message that the the Muslims are somehow trying to infiltrate our court system with Sharia. I don't even like I would love to hear their explanation for how this would work, like through what mechanisms they expect. Well, I th- I think that there's this sense that, you know, the, 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 I bet it's somehow tied into judicial activism and this idea that mm. judges are just these loose cannons yeah. that aren't basing their decisions on anything right right and so the more that you can kind of suggest that judges are um corruptible cor- and- anti-american yes right that's, that's what our judges are right the, the the i think that if you can just insinuate that into the, the the, the, the minds of uh, and the discussions uh, that are going around yeah. on, on on the topic of you know judicial activism, then it it gets even harder to trust the judges and the judicial system and the fact that 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 what they're doing is <laughs> just checking the other branches of government, which is their job. Right. Well, like, I mean, that's what they're supposed to do. That's how our system's designed. I will say this: they're looking out for minority groups when the majority is. Is out of control. Is going crazy. I will Which, say. And also, I will say, the majority, quote unquote, majority in this country right now is not the majority. No. Our system's fucked, and it's actually the minority that's running the whole damn thing. Right. But anyway, that that's a side, a side note. I will say, like, I've started to worry about judicial activism only because uh, the Trump administration has been so, has been, like, just pumping unqualified and those people are unhinged those yeah. people are not qualified to be there yeah they're not qualified and, judges if a, if a judge those is an people actual... would be more likely <laughs> to enact some stupid law because they just don't fucking even know better right yeah they, but the judges like, that we people had, who have never been into a courtroom in their lives right in their entire legal careers in their four-year legal careers Right, uh, are being tapped to be federal judges. I know it's it, that's, that's one of the scariest things that's happening right now. But in this when country. it's just your basic, you know, was a lawyer for twenty years and is now just a judge. Right. When it's just that guy. Right. That woman. Whoever. Right. Yeah, they're not. I don't. I think we're we're safe from Sharia. <laughs> I think maybe we might be okay with the yeah. Sharia thing. But the Christian, we are not safe. From the equi- Christian equivalent right. of Sharia with these new judicial nominees. Right, which these Idaho lawmakers have no problem with whatsoever. Right, exactly. Matter of fact, that's what they want. What they want is to do the same thing right. that they're afraid of, right. only with, with Christians. their guy. In se- and it, what's, and not ironic, realizing- what's ironic is that they believe all the same things that Sharia believes, other than just like... Uh, Hijabs. Like, yeah, yeah. The dress code and the food right. thing. They believe all the same stuff. They right. just they just want it to be their God instead of the other God. Right. It's nuts. Right. All but right. the other God is just, you know, his name is just God in another language. Yeah. But he's the wrong one. <laughs> 
Ladies and gentlemen, if you have stuff you'd like to say to us uh, about this or any of the topics we've discussed, please yeah. feel free to write into us, podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. Uh, or you could leave us a voicemail message. Yeah. Get outraged. Get your Call voice on the us. show. Maybe not as outraged Yell as Frank's been. scream into that phone. This entire episode. I am ready for it. You can scream and yell at me. Yeah. Because I'm unhinged, you, right? Frank has come a little unhinged. The telephone number is 424-666-8442. Yep. Go to our Facebook page. Check out what's happening there. Facebook.com slash TGI Atheist. And while on Facebook, search for the TGIA Members Only Lounge and request to join. We'll let you in. Yep. Dan. Uh-huh. Uh, Gordon Klingenschmidt. Oh. Uh, Klingenschmidt. It just, it just sounds gross. I don't know. I, you know, I speak some German. I don't know exactly what that means. I think Klingen means ringing. Uh, mm. But it just, it just sounds like something bad is happening. It conjures an image. Yes. Uh, anyway, he, he's got stuff to say, as he, as he does. Well, he's, he's got a show. He, he does that. He yeah. says horrifying things and so this is what he has to say this week let's take a moment and discern the spirits in this story you have a christian baker who is minding her own business serving people wedding cakes and probably birthday cakes and probably nondescript cakes of all flavors and you also have a lesbian couple who is not content that They've somehow overturned the will of the voters twice in California who said marriage is between one man and one woman. Not content that they can go to any county clerk in America, even in Alabama, and get a marriage certificate for their act of sodomy. Not content that the government endorses their sin. Now they gotta make Christians endorse their sin. Now they're coming after us, the church. Next thing they'll wanna have their wedding ceremony inside of a Catholic church and desecrate the altar. But no, that's not what this case is about. It's just about making the Christian baker celebrate their wedding with them and make a cake. Those are just the human actors in the story. Where are the spirits? Where's the spirit of God? Where are the demonic spirits in this story? You can discern the spirits by first discerning the moral choices of the human actors. Are they being influenced by God or by the devil? Well, Mrs. Miller, Congratulations. We discern that you are being influenced by the Spirit of God who tells you that even if it costs you your job, even if it costs you business, even if you get death threats and nasty photos in your email box from homosexual activists who hate you, you will continue to love them by saying no. You will continue to love God by saying, God, I wanna obey you. I don't wanna compromise. I don't wanna sin and join them in their sin. We discern upon you the spirit of courage and boldness and purity, and you will not be compromised. Man. Oh. Discerning we, spirits. We discern upon you? I don't think he knows what the word discern means. <laughs> I, no, he does. He discerns upon her. I'm going to discern upon you uh, some things. I'm going to discern <laughs> over here for a minute. <laughs> and uh, I, I, I don't think he knows and... that word. I don't I think that word things means what he thinks it means. Uh, I'm discerning right now, Dan. Oh, ooh, you're discerning, discerning the, what spirit is in that, him. Uh, 
that he doesn't understand the word <laughs> discernment. Uh I feel I feel like the whole cake thing. Uh, we just I that side just needs to un, to get right with it. Yeah. They need to understand what that conversation is about. Right. But they refuse to because it's a great yelling point. Right. Uh, so there you go. I don't know. I just liked the discerning spirits part of this thing. Yeah. Like, yeah, we've, we've definitely talked about the cakes and all that stuff enough on the show. Yeah. There are other episodes people could go to. If you want to hear us talking about that stuff, there are other <laughs> episodes to listen to. But the, I, the, I, I do like that he can discern the spirit. Like, he's basically saying, we can tell who's right and wrong in this by what or like who agrees with us and disagrees with us by what they do. Wow. What a great insight, Gordon. <laughs> That's amazing. How did you do that? Yeah. So just by seeing how they're acting and what they're doing, you can determine what part of the, what side of this conversation they're on. Yeah. Wow. He's really good. He uses, well, the power of discernment mm -hmm. is it's, I mean, Mormons love, Oh, oh my gosh, they do. Really, really, truly love it. <laughs> so I grew up with this word being tossed around a lot. Mm -hmm. uh, it's the it's, priesthood that gives you the power of discernment. Yeah, you can see through bullshit. Mm -hmm. Right. Oh my God, I'm so, I can read. Right through, I can see right through you, sir. Which is why Mormons don't ever get sucked into like scams like uh, multi-level marketing or anything. Because they have the power of discernment. Right. They discern that I will be a three-diamond level distributor of this magical fruit. Yeah. From uh, Tahiti. Right. That, that even the locals don't drink. Because it's eat. horrifying. Because it's terrible. Yeah. But There's no cancer in Tahiti, though. <laughs> nope. Nope. You want to know why? Why? All the cancer victims die. Oh. Oh. Damn. That was sad. That was a dark place to take it. Yeah. I did it. Okay. All right. Uh, we had one person write into us this week. Uh, this is from Elise, who says, uh, hey, fellas, like you, I have no support. This is a Euro call we talked about. Uh, Iceland floating the idea of, a, of making circumcision oh. illegal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Male circumcision mm -hmm. yep. of children illegal uh i circ i like you i have no support for circumcision my son is not circumcised even though i was raised jewish and i've read more than a few horror stories in articles about such things as moils uh who give babies herpes when they use their oh. mouth to suck blood droplets Good from eight-day-old penises oh. which oh. is just like even if there's not the herpes element what the fuck are you doing anyway <clears throat> oh. that, if you haven't looked sure. that up that's a real thing ladies and gentlemen these uh these these men uh who do the circumcisions the to breasts be, to be fair not all not all moils do this no but some of them do yeah oh my god uh that said i also want to consider the icelandic bill to to ban male circumcision alongside current anti-muslim and anti-semitic european trends as an article on this bill in The Guardian recently noted, the Icelandic bill comes against a backdrop of a number of European countries prohibiting Islamic uh, religious dress, such as the niqab or burqa. The spring, uh, this spring, Danish parliament, the Danish parliament will debate a bill 
Banning full-face veils in public. Last year, Belgium voted in a ban, uh, voted to ban halal and kosher meat, citing animals' rights. Poland's government uh, has proposed a new law uh, prohibiting kosher slaughter in a move vehemently opposed by the Jewish community. Uh, when someone, when something may, uh, uh, we may approve of as atheists and humanists appears within the backdrop of cultural biases and hatreds, hmm. I recommend we be sure to think about motives. Hmm. In this circumstance, how about a law that bans non-hospital circumcisions alongside a government statement that male circumcision is not to be recommended as a best practice. Then we keep working on, educa on education mm. to encourage folks to shed outdated and pointless practices beholden to Bronze Age norms. Huh. I hear her point. Yeah. But you know what? I also, I think mutilation of children, again, you know, who cannot provide consent is just wrong. You, sir. Yeah. Are coming at it from the correct perspective yours is not uh mired or steeped in animosity toward the group true toward the religions i get that right whereas there is some question and and i and i agree with her with with these some of these european laws well that, the, that so, so we're talking a, about right a, thing for wrong reason question exactly and that is not creating a good environment for uh Coming up with perhaps a better solution, right? Right. Or, or a stepping stone toward your ultimate end goal, right? To help these communities along. Yeah, I guess. But, I guess to me, there's this one. There's this big problem of, uh, yes, all of the laws that that are cited in that in that quote from uh -huh. the Guardian article. I'm sympathetic to every damned one of them. Right now, not a hundred percent. Like you know, if a woman. Wants to wear a headscarf, I'm fine with that. Right. But when she starts to cover her face, there's a potential safety issue, uh, you know, a societal safety it's, issue. Well, yeah, there. in certain settings, like maybe, you know, you don't want somebody walking into a bank with their face covered. I mean, right. I don't, I, I want. But just walking down the street. There's still, a, there... there's still a bit of an issue there. I mean, there's still, What's you know. the harm? There are potential harms. You know, a, a person who commits a crime with their face covered. We don't have a lot of a lot of places to go, right. so we ask in society that everyone sort of show who they are, right? Reveal who you are. Like you, if you're going to be out in society, you we need to we need to all be aware of each other. I suppose if there was a rash of you know muggings being taken place by people dressed up in, uh, in a burka in burkas or nakibs or whatever, Nikobs. covering their nakabs, covering their face, right? Yeah. Uh, then I suppose you could really address the issue. If I were a criminal, that's what I'd do. <laughs> but I you totally. But you aren't, it. and it's not going out, and it's it's not. Yeah. Anyway, it, like, like if I, that was a problem, then you address the issue. And I, but, and I but think I in think this that case, you could take a precautionary stance and say, okay, banks and maybe anywhere where there's like uh, indoor exchange of money, right? Anything right. like that. And, and yes, you you're could, right. You could generally say in that in that moment in that setting. You have to show us your face. Yes, when your ID is being taken, you have yeah. to reveal your face. If a if if a police officer wants to see who you are, you have to reveal your face. Right. Like, yeah, I mean, I think that that's more common sense. You're right. What I'm saying is that each of these laws, there are, like, motivation aside, mm -hmm. like the slaughter of animals. 
Yeah. yeah, I don't like how they slaughter animals, and I think that there are more humane ways to slaughter animals. And so, does like does does an animal's right to a humane slaughtering trump a religious freedom? That's a tricky one for me. Right. I'm just saying, like, yes, there a lot of these laws, especially like banning the the burkini in southern France or whatever. Right. They're just racist malice. and 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 uh Islamophobic. for the community right yes. and maliciousness is not okay right uh but some of these laws a lot of these laws i actually have some sympathy for because there is an actual problem that needs right. to be addressed and eventually societies we're going to keep bumping up against these moments where you know we have to say the child's rights supersede the parents rights to their religion like i hear you we have to we have to make these stands you know what well, it's a just parents... like the medical you know exemption crap exactly you know like and 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 so i absolutely hear you and 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 i'm i think i'm in the same boat as you where this isn't coming from a place of malice it's coming from concern for the children right but if it in general is in a if it's coming from a set of lawmakers who are hostile toward the community and that can be pointed at and there's general hostility in the society maybe that's not a good law to be enacting at that time because you're just going to be fomenting uh you know religious hatred exactly yeah Yeah. and 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 i definitely think that that's needs to be a consideration it's just at some point you have to uh, you have to say this child's rights are more important than your imaginary friend in the sky. Right. And um, I think certain societies might be able to start making steps toward that. But it's tricky. It's a really tricky one. It's tricky. Uh, it, so anyway, thanks for writing in, Elise. Yeah. Uh, do we have some folks to thank? Uh, I do have people to thank. Um, these we've are got some these, new pe- new patrons on Patreon. These are people um, who, who are now going to receive uh, early access Absolutely. Uh, to the to the show, they're going to receive access to our uh, bonus content that mm-hmm. is only available to our subscribe to our patrons. Absolutely. Uh, and uh, and they and they help keep the show going. They keep yeah. the show alive. Uh, for who do sure. We, who do we got? Well, we have a new. I want to start with our new pope. We have a new pope. We have a new pope. Oh. everybody. Uh, the name is Joey. Hello, Dan and Frank. Well, hello back, Joey, <laughs> and and, so, and bless you, my 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 son, my father. Yeah. Father, what do we call a pope? Uh, holy, his holy, his holiness, uh, holy father, holy holy shit, right. holy shit. Uh, nice and then we have three new, um, uh, what what do we call them? Beatified, faithful, faithful. Okay. We have three new faithful <laughs> listeners. Yeah. Uh, Fat Girl Ballet. Okay. Um, I Hate Being Awake. Okay. And Tabitha. <laughs> <laughs> well, may gods who don't exist bless all of you. Indeed. Uh, we certainly do. And uh, and there is somebody else to bless them. Yeah. Our Lord and Savior. Angela! Angela! Our top donor our, continues as our top Continuing donor. Lord and Savior Angela. Uh, difficult to dethrone. 
uh, Angela. But yeah. uh, so she is she she blesses us all, uh, and we we bless her back. So uh, blessings to everybody, I guess. Everybody's You're, blessed. You get a blessing. You get a blessing. The Church of Oprah. <laughs> you get a blessing, and you get a blessing. <laughs> all right. Uh, well, God bless. Amen. <laughs> Was that a giggle? That was a little giggle. I don't know. <laughs> cut that out. Cut, cut out the giggle. Dan. Yeah. Anger. Here's the thing. Last week you intrigued me. I know. So much so that you even asked again. That I even remembered it. <laughs> which is shocking. <laughs> I don't remember anything that happens on this show. I immediately dismiss it from my brain. No, last week you said uh, that you had recently been sort of feeling some uh, some some anger at our uh, at our former church bubbling up within you. Oh, anger! Feelings. You had some feelings. Uh, some shifts in attitude. Okay, I guess you could say. Talk to me. What do you got? Well, you know, I think there's a. You know, you leave church, right? And you get a little angry. Yeah. Right? You, you you spit venom. There's a lot of reasons to be angry. Especially, yeah, when you first leave your religion. Yeah. And you're like, holy shit. I believed so many fake things. And, right. I'm, and I was led to believe. I was led to feel bad about myself. Mm-hmm. And I was made to to feel like I was I was a shitty person. Yeah. And all of these things, yeah, there's a lot of reasons to be angry right. when you first leave a church. And you work through it, mm-hmm. you go about your life, you find your your happiness, you find your joy. Uh, your joy. Yeah. And and when we started this show, that's where I was at. Yeah. Lots of joy. Yeah. And that ebbs and flows. Sure. You know. Uh and uh and you, I think our listeners are familiar with the fact that I will get angry on an issue here and there. They are now. <laughs> I've heard the rest of this episode. They are now. And, you know, also with respect toward religion yeah. and religious topics sure. as well, not just societal issues that are pissing me off. You don't start a podcast if everything's honky-dory. Sure. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> so, but I don't know what really shifted... Or how it shifted um, about uh, certain aspects of Mormonism for me recently, huh. because I had just kind of had a take it or leave it sort of eh, pff, fuck them right. sort of attitude. Sure, right. Uh, but I was thinking about the mission, my mission, and I went to Italy for two years, and yeah. everybody's always just like, "Oh, you lucked out," and I'm like, "Yeah, I did look out." <laughs> Well, Lucky me. <laughs> yeah. Right? I I went and had this really very nice experience in a lot of respects. You weren't sent right? to some shithole country. <laughs> no, it's not a shithole country. Uh, it's, uh, you know, it, I mean, it sometimes smells like a shithole. <laughs> it can. But... <laughs> it can. <laughs> but no, I was, I, and I, and I always... Just had the attitude of, I I lucked out. I I went and saw things that 
I never would have been able to see in that sort of depth. Yeah, you right? experienced a different at that, culture. At that resolution, I never would have seen Italy. Right. I never had the opportunity ever again in my life. Right. Right. I never will have another opportunity, probably, to live in Italy and experience it to, on that yeah, level. Yeah, to have another, right? to, to experience um, a different culture in. Uh, probably in, won't happen. To that degree. Probably right. will not happen. Sure. Um, especially one that is so different. Right. Um, and so that was always kind of the bright side. Yeah. And I, however, something bubbled up where I was, I was like, no, I was in a cult, Uh deeply entrenched in a cult. And I was over there for two years, and those were two years that I could have been doing anything else. Right. And most especially uh, because my my plan, my initial plan coming out of high school was to go into college. Uh, it was not to go on a mission right away. Right. Right. And this had received the stamp of approval from my parents. Mm. Right. And that I would go for one year and then I would do my mission. Right. I just wanted to have just a moment out of the house. Sure. Right. Before going on a mission. Uh, Which uh, I sort of secretly knew if I went, I was never going on a mission. Right. 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 I kind of like I kind of was like half lying to myself about the whole mission thing where I was like, yeah, yeah. Like just enough. So I believed it. So it didn't feel like a lie. Right. Right. Um, but I, I kind of also secretly knew, right? It just wasn't going to happen. Sure. Cause I had, I had already accepted my, my sexuality. Okay. I knew that about myself. And you knew that if you and went I, away to college, you'd probably meet somebody else who also accepted. There was a chance like, of that. Well, right? and, and you know, yeah, you'd get it. You, the first year of college is all about just exploring you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Without all of the parents around and all the things yeah you would have explored you right and then maybe explored him and him <laughs> who knows right who knows right and so like i just started to and that started to just kind of piss me off a little that you right? didn't have that 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 i that my dad came because he was the bishop at the time and he just kind of intercepted the whole thing right after how like i went through the whole process of like you know getting accepted Right. And um, getting into a program that I very specifically wanted to be in and blah, blah, blah. And my life would have obviously turned out completely different. I mean, yeah. who knows where or I would be if I'd still be alive, who right? Knows? I could have got hit by a bus if that in that alternate universe. If you right? had flapped that butterfly wing a different way. and Who the hell knows, right? And so, I mean, maybe you would have prevented this whole Fukushima thing. <laughs> who knows? <laughs> I don't think somebody going to uh, journalism school at Oklahoma <laughs> University uh, with an interest specifically in small town newspapers was really going to uh, to, to salt or prevent a nuclear you know meltdown meltdown. You don't know. You don't know. <laughs> anyway, but nonetheless, um, I and it just kind of and it wasn't even in sort of the lost path. This, and it wasn't about this different path and who knows where it would have gone and blah, blah, blah. It was that this time was taken. Yeah. Right? And that it set up this moment in my life that where I ended up just sort of wandering aimlessly for a long spell. Yeah. 
Right. And, uh, well, and you, yeah, you spent that, you, you had that amazing time in Italy, but you spent it with constant supervision. Yeah. And you were there specifically to try and indoctrinate other people into your religion. Well, and lest I forget the reality of it, right? Yeah. The, the good, the memories, the things that I loved were on one day a week. Yeah. The rest of it was hell. And I was miserable, right? Right. I was truly miserable. Yeah. The days that you were meant to go door to door, knocking on people's right. doors, trying to convince them that this nonsense was true. I hated all of it. Was the worst. I hated all of that. I hated the zone conferences and the district meetings and, you know. Oh, the, yeah. If there's one thing Mormons can do, it's it's some boring ass meetings. Right. I they hate, can. They'll, I hate, they'll get you in the meetings. I hated all of that. I hated the work itself i hated the 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 long ridiculous horrible hours doing this thing that i didn't want to be doing right and all for uh keeping up appearances at home yeah right yeah it's a, it's a rough one and i think that's what we want what i wanted to 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 have this discussion about was this because you and i are kind of known i think for being the nice guys of of atheism or you know we're yeah. we're we're the ones who aren't angry all the time right and i think sometimes people you know in our in the atheist movement right now they look at atheism and they say well if you're not angry you're doing it wrong right. or conversely people say if you're why are you so angry just go out there and live your life and be happy and that's better and people have all of these like ways that they think uh, to atheist correctly, mm. and I think one of the things that I that I like about you having this moment of sort of resurging anger mm -hmm. is that we have to feel all these feelings. Mm -hmm. Like these are things like when you were brought up in a religion and you choose for your reasons to leave that religion. Mm -hmm. There's going to be a Panoply of of feelings oh, yeah, there, that there, come with that. There's also there there's a sadness over um, realizing and processing uh, that you grew up in a cult. Yeah, yeah. Or it, the, or that like, your or like that your parents really uh, yeah. And the, the what that still does to the relationship with your parents. Yeah, and and, know, and that and, you've got family members that you feel that that are still in a that cult that yeah. are still believing these things that are still like sort of trapped in these mindsets yeah. that you feel are are harmful or detrimental but like do you want but which puts you in the position of either trying to convert them out and risking complete alienation from your right. family right or trying to create space in your brain for people that you love mm -hmm. to be in this crazy thing mm -hmm. and it's hard mm -hmm. yeah so i mean i think I use, I mean, I used to have the attitude, and I'm going to cop to this. I had the attitude that, like, all these really angry atheists are hurting the movement, and they're mm -hmm. making it look like atheism is just this big ball of fury that, you know, why would anybody want to join that? Why would right. anyone want to leave a religion that that at least purports to be about love and kindness and 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 you know wraps its arms around you? Mm -hmm. Why would anybody leave that? To join 
all of these angry people out there. <laughs> but I'm wrong. You know, we all need we need all of us. Well, and again, there are and there are the different stages and there are the different moments yeah. and there are the the different needs that you have, right? And so one moment you might really need that that angrier voice mm-hmm. that that that's consistently reliably angry. Yeah. <laughs> And you, that's what you need right now, Yep. right? Because you're feeling the same thing and you need that person to help you process. And then you have the other parts of your life and the other moments of your life and, and, uh, you need different voices as well. Well, you know, when you first leave religion, I think it's really helpful to hear someone be completely sacrilegious. Oh yeah. It's super helpful to hear somebody just Make fun of all of the things that were supposed to be completely sacred and yeah. absolutely you never make fun of this right. and you never make fun of another person's religion because even though you believe something different, we just don't do that. Right. And the first time you hear somebody go, oh, fuck Jesus. Right. You go, what? And it's like, so, but it's so good. But it's and like so titillating. And so, and it frees you. Mm-hmm. It, it uh, lets you open your brain up mm-hmm. to, to whatever is going to be real for you. Mm-hmm. But then you also need to hear people going, I'm just living a great life. Yeah. And I'm not mad and I don't need to be mad. Right. I, you know, I don't need to live my life uh, about them. Right. I, you know, uh, my life doesn't have to be about their religious right. like dogma, even though that hurt me. Mm-hmm. It's not about them anymore. It's about me. Right. And having a good time. All of those voices need to be in there. All of those voices need to be represented and we value i think i think the point is that i have finally learned how to value everybody really all of these people in in our in our movement hmm maybe i'm trying <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm certainly not i like yeah i'm not holding myself up as any paragon of like ecumenical what? dan oh I, I'm, <laughs> that's, that's your new nickname you guys i'm the best <laughs> <laughs> I'm so great. You guys should all just be like me. <clears throat> anyway, uh, I think you know that's. I think that's a good place to leave it. Sure. So uh, why not? But I do want to open this up to our listeners if yeah. they want to participate in this conversation. I I like this conversation mm-hmm. and I want it to continue. So uh, if you have something you'd like to say about it, please write into us podcast at thankgodimatheist dot com. Or you could call and leave us a voicemail message. We love that. The telephone number is 424-666-8442. Yeah. Uh, go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash Atheist, and see what Mackenzie's up to there. And while you're on Facebook, search for the TGIA Members Only Lounge and request to join. It's a closed group, but we'll let you in. Yeah, and that's a great place to also have conversations like Absolutely. This. Uh, speaking of Facebook, thanks so much to Mackenzie for all her, her, her hard work on the page. And thanks to Sarah, uh, Amy, and Danny for uh, helping out with uh, moderating the Members Only Lounge. And a big thanks goes out to the Red Rock Hot Club for the continued use of their music and Gordon Johnston for the use of his music. Yeah, and thank you, dear listener. Oh, thanks again to our patrons. I want to mm-hmm. shout out again to our patrons, remind you that if you want early access to the show and access to bonus content, you can do you can get it by going to uh, thankgodimatheist.com and clicking on the patron button. Uh, and then and then we uh, and then I can't express enough how much we love and adore all of our patrons. Yeah. And, and of course go onto YouTube, watch us 
and subscribe. Yeah. YouTube.com slash Atheist. Yeah. Yeah. And thank you, everybody, for just listening. We sure do appreciate it. Bye. Bye, guys.